Hey everybody. Welcome to the beginning of Ron Howard Month here on DeathStoreProds.com. Yay. This week, let's watch Cocoon. This isn't a month that any of us are particularly excited about. It's just we couldn't think of anything. And fuck it, Ron Howard was born like fucking... Ron Howard's birthday was like two days ago at the time of recording this. I think. Uh, Look, as long as it's not Clint Howard month, I'm fine. Ah, we should have done Clint Howard month. No, no, we shouldn't. (laughs) Oh, come on, you don't want to... I think this is is the guy anyway. Let me just double check and make sure... Yep, okay. Come on, you don't want to watch fucking The Ice Cream Man? I don't know what that is. It's a movie where Clint Howard plays a murderous ice cream truck driver. That sounds like easily his best film. You don't want to watch The Rocketeer? Where Clint Howard is Mark. he was in that. Yeah, he's Mark. I was more... I was more thinking back to his time-honored films of... I'm pretty certain he was in Cat in the Hat. And... I know he was in House of the Dead. He was in The Cat in the Hat. He was also in Twilight. I have no recollection of him being in that. And Barb Wire. Don't have any recollection of him being in that, but... But Enough about Clint Howard. Let's talk about Ron Howard. So cocoon. The other thing I know about this movie is the joke that it's just about old people fucking. That's actually a kind of fair summary. So you can watch along with us by checking out the official release. Either on an official streaming service or by purchasing a copy of the DVD or Blu-ray or what have you from the fine folks at Amazon. Link for both of those you can find in the description. Or you can, or you can pick up this movie how you will. We have a load of that been paused at around 14 seconds. That's right after the 20th Century Fox logo goes away. So, 20th Century Fox is just faded out. It should be black. And then fade into a telescope. Yep. Are you ready, Cora? Yeah. In five, four, three, two, one, go. Oh, look, a telescopic lens. <laughs> Jupiter just needs to clean a few more toilets in order to get one, just like her dad. Also, coming soon. Hey, Mom! Grandpa and Grandma are fucking on the moon. Spoilers! <laughs> Jesus Christ, they couldn't even get an actual night sky? Yeah. We're watching Cancun. 
really weird that Ron Howard would direct a sequel to Brazil, but you know, whatever. <laughs> it gets some work. I'll be honest, it took me quite a while to try and figure out what tone this movie was going for, and I ultimately decided that it was going with 80s. Uh, it's a rough translation, but what they're saying is, so long and thanks for all the fish. Except for one of them, he's fucking not going like, you fish suck, dude! Fucking nothing but mackerel! Oh, hey, it's the rhino. Again, you couldn't get a real spotlight into a real body of water. And then the Titanic slides into frame. I was trying to remember if I could... I was trying to figure out if I could think of any references to the movie Atlantis. But, no, I have absolutely no recollection of that film. I have a recollection, just not enough to actually make any references. And now for something completely different. A man with three legs. He ran away. I'm Wilford Brimley. I'm here to talk to you about diabetes. Do you guys pick up my insulin medication? Use prunes. They have done nothing wrong, and I kind of hate them. I am twisted with all my mind. My fucking hips locked up. It's an interesting thought to have go through your head. Wonder what Dead Man will think of the old people breakdancing scene. Depends. How are they? Their eh, body doubles do a good enough job, I suppose. I was kind of playing Stardew Valley while it was occurring. Oh, fucking art. What a cut up.
dude, don't give him so many cupcakes. He has the diabetes. You couldn't get some fucking, like, actual person-sized pants? They really wanted that pan polka dot look for him. And they could only find a pair of underwear that had the polka dots. Let's talk about the other guy. Uh, like, yeah, Wilford Brimley has short shorts, but the other guys are like half as long as his are. Hmm. And Wilford Brimley's short shorts really complement his thighs. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's like a fucking bounce. It's like he's walking around on fucking light bounces. Ah, uh, yes, the elderly habit of breaking into graveyards. It's not a graveyard. What, dude, wherever they go, it's the, a graveyard. And for the record, the elderly don't really have to break in to get into the graveyard. <laughs> they, they, sleep in one, of, they sleep in one day. They get there naturally. <laughs> <laughs> it's a harsh joke, but it was laid out for me. I do apologize. Thank God the elderly don't make up a huge chunk of our audience. Oh, my grandparents are dead or should be. Uh, (laughs) I got real for a second. Yeah. I'm not exactly torn up about it. I only ever met one of my grandparents. Wait, why? And yeah, they break into this real estate to go swimming because Wilford Brimley doesn't look like quite enough of a walrus on land. (laughs) Oh God, my arthritis is acting up. Don't smoke in the pool, you dick. Bye, Steve Gutenberg. Fuck you, you cut right off of Alvar Molina looking piece of shit.
What's this movie about again? Uh, imagine the plot of E.T. But the wrinkly thing that goes to space at the end in order to avoid dying is Wilford Brimley. Don't worry, they kind of diminish the Steve Gutenberg levels a little bit as it goes on. Wow, giving us a bit of a Gutenberg upskirt shot there, aren't you? Yep. <laughs> Thank you. They they digitally added in the black in there. <laughs> And you might need to explain the technicals there. And welcome back to the 1985 Shuffleboard Championships. Oh, hello, not old person. You're the only one here. Ew. Ew. Don't, no, no. Don't. This is... I know the 80s was a different time, but Jesus... It might be a testament to your mentality that my mind didn't go there. Yeah, shit. Man, if only there was some other nearby body of water we could swim in. Oh, Mr. Gutenberg. Oh my god, it's the Dwarfians.
I know what direction south is. Hmm. And uh, while you're at it, for the love of God, put a shirt on. Hey, Steve Gutenberg will only have that body for like five years. He needs to show it off while he can. It's a fine body, but it's on Steve Gutenberg, so... God damn it, Grandpa, the diabetes is going to take your eye. G-O-F-U-C-K-Y-O-U-R-S-E-L-F. <laughs> And people wonder why the DMV is a terrible place. Yeah, well, you said the same thing about adult diapers, and now you wear those. And why are you wearing a shirt that says Nick on it? Goddamn Italians. God, you're sad. Uh, you, there's a hole in your dust cover. Did not realize they were using a fucking parachute to cover up the car. Yeah, that car's going to be immaculate except for, like, one spot. Yeah, but if they airdrop it, it'll be fine. (laughs) They're not the (laughs) A-team. Or the Fast and Furious crew. Get the fuck out of here, Flipper. We're doing stuff. It was nice of Ron to let Spielberg direct this bit. Seven hours of scuba diving, all we got was the fucking rock. Right, gotta make sure these rocks are nice and toasty. 
Fuck off, Gutenberg. Yeah, you're running about 11 on the Gutenberg scale. You need to take it down to a three. Yeah, we want more Mahoney, less short circuit. Why do you look disappointed? You're getting paid. I think he's uh, bored. Just sort of standing around while they do stuff down below. So I'll go up on the fucking top deck and just like masturbate or whatever. What does whatever Steve Gutenberg do? Okay, so to take down the Steve Gutenberg levels, <laughs> you're asking for more. He can't. Dude, he fucking can't turn down the Gutenberg. Well, who cares? If they're going to fucking kill us, kill us. My diabetes is fucking taking my foot anyway. Right, we'll go in there, steal their rocks, take a shit in their pool and leave. And this is how Brimley got his diabetes. And hell yeah, I would. We'd ride together. We'd die together. <laughs> and fuck, you brought towels for a reason. Did he actually think their plan was, let's look at, let's look at what the rocks are, and then let's just go take a dip. Well, they didn't know the rocks would be in the pool. They were planning on going to the pool and found those bizarre large rocks in there. Time for the 80s sport montage. Don't. Don't slow-mo old people. Especially not fat old people. (laughs) We see enough of the ripples in regular motion. We don't need to double them in slow-mo. Oh, Jesus. Oh, come on. They got Abe Vigoda to come in and serve as their stunt double. (laughs) (laughs) I'm waiting for the diving board to snap in half.
God damn it, Art, we're buddies. I don't want it to get weird. Jesus found his new favorite movie. Jesus Christ, what the fuck? (laughs) Do you think that's why all the old people said yes? Like Ron Howard Cup was like, yo, I'm gonna give you all boners. And then you can also be in this movie where you have boners. Is that implying, like, is that his leg or his dick? That's his leg. Okay. Oh, but it's not even, it's not even fucking 4th of July weekend yet. And the sounds of creaking and awkward grunting were heard throughout the halls of the retirement community. Shut the fuck up. It's 7.30 and I'm trying to sleep. This will stick with dead man like the shower scene from Psycho. There are many regrets I've had in my life. <laughs> this is but one more. I had a train run on him. Thank God you guys that fan, otherwise you'd be hearing a very different buzzing noise. Jesus Christ. Small reminder, this film won two Academy Awards. Of course it fucking did. (laughs) The goddamn Academy's dick hasn't worked since this movie came out. (laughs) Yeah, best supporting actor and best visual effects. 
Looking forward to seeing the deleted scene where they just cut out the middleman and just go get cocaine. <laughs> they immediately dive into each other. It's, oh god, the coke's wearing off. Well, hey, you got your wish. Gutenberg's wearing a shirt. Don't touch that Gutenberg. It's very important equipment. Damn it. Theremin lessons don't fail me now. <laughs> the Delphi just screamed Los Locos kick your ass. And lo, the dolphin uprising has begun. Hey, I was just uh, moving this tank. Hey, I'm just being nonchalant. You don't need to give them context. Just say, there's some big old fuck-off rocks. <laughs> Another woman fall for the Gutenberg charm. Do you think either of them was weirded out that they had the same haircut? That was a reaction. <laughs> was it, though? Mm. That's my reaction to that question. <laughs> That's a reaction. No, Steve, that's not how you respond to your foot being broken. You go, oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And they gone fuck later.
Dope. Is she an alien? Oh, Gutenberg, you fuck. You're absolutely right. Damn it, I should have just told her I wanted to nail her. They had to shoot that scene like five times because every pulled her arm and just popped out of the socket. Huh. He was married to Jessica Tandy. Did you just eye fuck yourself? Is this the breakdancing scene? No. I'm going to assume cocaine. Get closer to the mic. Man, this does not sound like Springsteen at all. Dude, your wife is right there. (laughs) He's subtle like that.
<laughs> Jesus Christ. I really can't tell if he has a mustache. He does. Now to sneak the ladies into the pool. It's a weird thing to say, but Wilford Brimley is only almost distractingly youthful in this movie. (laughs) It's like he is like five to ten years younger than most of his co-stars. I knew it was a good idea, good idea to install this Porky's peephole. Well, it might be embarrassing, but I don't have anything else to do tonight. Yeah, she is Raquel Welsh's daughter. Yeah, it's worth it. Just slip a note through the hole. Hey, do you have your mom's number? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Wow, that is obvious. Like, I was joking about Porky's. Holy shit, something is happening. Yeah, fuck. It's like that lady from the ice cream commercials. <laughs> What the fuck are you two doing up there? They're just always up there. Okay, careful, Steve. You got an exposed flame and a lot of exposed leg. This will not turn out well. Come on, Steve. We're sure you're used to the whole burning and the groin thing, but this is arguably the worst circumstance to experience it. <laughs> I just throw a lit torch onto your map.
<laughs> I kind of love their reactions. <laughs> uh, your your face ain't on right. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> They're all up on the boat laughing at themselves like, man, we should have done this from the beginning. This is fun. Yeah. <laughs> you're in league with the heart, you little shit. It's a rabid dolphin. <laughs> oh this is weird (laughs) I, i don't know how to feel about any of this i love the fact that they're just all so polite and calm about the situation oh yeah they are just fucking chill as hell yeah That's just a racist stereotype, Jack. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're 40 minutes in, and now the Gutenberg starts to pay off. Sit, boo, boo, sit. <laughs> God damn it. You stole my joke. <laughs> Then clearly you, my friend, have never heard of McCarthyism.
You are very trusting, Gutenberg. Well, they haven't exactly been aggressive with him. They have not, but he's from the 80s. Like, that was the kind of the point where, like, alien invasion stuff. Like, alien invasion stories have been kind of cemented in people's heads at this point. I mean, hell, he, even he fucking said that shit of, like, you're gonna fucking eat my face or steal my body or some bullshit? Yeah. I do love the fact that they couldn't help but get snarky at that suggestion. <laughs> it's like, face eating, I haven't heard of that one. Is that a delicacy? <laughs> Waiting for the anal probe joke. And a three from the Russian judge. Oh, that's got to hurt his score. <laughs> These guys have no fucking form. The retirement home version of an office chair race. Ooh, a hot lady. Oh no, I left my I left a box of laxatives out on the floor. One of them slips, drops it. Ah, fuck. Sorry, Griblack. Oh, yeah, that looks real. My God, it's the communists. The Red Scare was the 80s, right? Sure. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, fuck. 
Jesus Christ, these things are fucking freaky. Holy shit, it's life-size Tinkerbell. Ah! I don't believe in fairies. I don't believe in fairies. Stop looking at me with your fucked up face. The best visual effects of 1985. Ah, Jesus Christ. Hiya, Clint. God, even his brother casts him as the weird guy. Yeah, look at him. Okay, he's definitely an alien. Did you see that jacket? You think he has Colonel Mustard? They don't pay. Well, that was necessary. Oh, why won't he go back to that alien pool? I need him to fuck me again. It's the first time I felt alive in 37 years. You guys want to go back there? Piss on the rocks or something? I don't know. Well, he's the one that is uh, dealing with cancer. Right, I forgot about that. God damn it, Welford, wait up. The other You're actors aren't in that their fast. 60s, god damn it.
All right, now to try some of this facing I heard about. And thus we have the title of the movie. Yep. Working title is Diabetes. <laughs> it kind of sucks that they rejected my original title for it, which was Retirement Poonhouse. God, this Golden Girls pilot is weird. She is going to be old and in pain and senile until the day she dies in like a week and a half. I'm thinking about the timeline. I'd say five days, probably. (laughs) Thereabout. It's a window. I mean, yeah, it's a bit of an immigration problem, but other than that. Do you think these Antarans have their green cards? No, but they're not Muslim, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they made the smart <laughs> choice to disguise themselves as white people. <laughs> Topical. Mm. Don't worry, I don't think it'll stop being topical anytime soon. I also just read why, I also just started rereading Why the Last Man. <laughs> That's also Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ. Oh my god. It's ET the extra temporal. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
bitch. <laughs> Time to go cruising. Then he realizes at the last tragic moment, no, I used the umbrella for drag racing to cover up the car. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Jesus back Christ. To your, back to your earlier question. Is there really such a good thing as good 80s breakdancing? Uh... It depends. Also, uh, I think... They're passing up the Six Flags dancing guy. Yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure this is done by the same guy who did Maniac for uh, that one dancing movie I can't remember the name of. It's because they're young. I got there's dusting them with coke. <laughs> Look at old people. They don't know how to dance good. Oh god. This is totally the same person. Like I said, Abe Bogota stink stunt double. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen worse, though. That doesn't make that better. When it's played for laughs, I can kind of overlook it to some extent. Oh my god. That was a fucking effect, I think. That was the one that got them the Oscar. (laughs) Oh my god. This fucking shit won Oscar effects. I'm talking about Satan, man.
Oh, God, I've had this dream before. And so the dolphin's trying to eat me. While Gutenberg's just sitting there laughing. Yeah, this is also seem magical and shit, but I'm just waiting for something like the waiting for the fucking like Lake Placid crocodile to burst out of the darkness. <laughs> Checking to see what this movie was up against in the Academy Awards. It was up against Return to Oz and Young Sherlock Holmes. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I, I, I'm willing to call it deserved at that point. Oh, come on, the wheelers. Yeah, but as a counterpoint, they were really able to make Steve Gutenberg seem lifelike. <laughs> you gotta love that movie way women get their hair wet. We're just like, I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta look wet, but I can't do, I can't fuck up my makeup. <laughs> ah, fuck! Kick her in the cocoon. Shit. Oh, come on. We don't believe that Steve Gutenberg's that picky. Also, if Jake's your skin off, you can get a glow job. And a glow job is something to behold. The Dark Lord calls you. Oh, great. She summoned Satan.
There's a line that I'm sure Steve Gutenberg's had to use many times over the years. She was inside me. Uh, Wilford Brimley's giving them the dissatisfied walrus si- silent treatment. Is there one while he's here? Dude, it's 9 p.m. It is way past my bedtime. Oh, wow. Fuck Joe. Yeah. No wonder he had cancer. can't be that much of a dick and not get some kind of disease. Except normally it's some form of crotch rot. Eh, he's old. And you're saying it rots rots naturally at this point? Yeah. Oh, would you look at that? A woman under the age of 60. <laughs> Things are already picking up for me. Pound chicka wow how? Yeah, she's the waitress he was flirting with before. I'm aware. Okay. I didn't notice the first time, but I was playing Stardew Valley, so... I've been dosing with polonium for years. Fuck you. Yeah, nothing's changed. I've always been a piece of shit. Yes. Go, be free. Go start the lesbian convent. I don't know. 
Your mind does go interesting places with this movie. The movie itself isn't fucking taking me anywhere. (laughs) Aaron, you're fucking trying to match that up. She's actually playing some, and then just some other bullshit's playing over top of it. You know, sweetie, if we went and, if we hung out in that alien pool, I would be able to feed myself. Oh, uh, time for the dramatic early bird special scene. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ, is that a fucking what that the crypt keeper? Do it. Do it. Beat him to death with an oxygen tank. Out of the way, it's the world's slowest stampede. <laughs> and yeah, you say that, but despite the slow speed, Clint Howard was still trampled to death. <laughs> and another news, a, bizarre high, a bizarrely high amount of field mice were trampled today. They, they found what appeared to be, what appeared to be tennis ball fibers on them. From the walkers. <laughs> How many people do you think died on the way to go go to the pool? These guys have no form. Just at all. What are you... No, no, don't. What are you doing? All right, Wilford. Time to pull out your gun. Oh, gee, what the fuck are you doing? What is wrong with you people?
who the fuck just sees some rocks in a pool and is like, hey, let's fucking crack this bitch open, see what's in it. Oh, man, Wilford was just trying to be a good friend. Wait, they could just do that? Oh, Jesus. I can't tell if this is more or less creepy. Do you see? Do you see what your desire for bonus has wrought? Oscar worthy line, dead man. That's why I'm here. That's why I make the big fake bucks. Oh, damn it, I developed a human face leaking. You know, science. What's wrong with you, Wilford? We played fucking Mahjong together. Maybe I was overestimating the five days. <laughs> it's really hard to say. Progression of time is not real. Despite being a theme of the movie, it's not really the focus of the movie. Also, windows like we just did are like best guess estimates. If I was writing this movie, it's at this point that we learn that in her dementia, she has actually left him like five times. And he just keeps and he just keeps sticking around until she forgets. Like in his old age, he started becoming abusive. And then as she developed dementia, he was able to just kind of get away with it more. Interesting direction to take that. And that's why Ron Howard and I don't really see eye to eye. We just make we just would make movies different. Congratulations, Bubby, you just killed your wife. 
Can't wait for Joe to throw this back into his face later. Trips over a buddy who's just at the field. Like, uh, they left me here. I found I can't get up. I've been out here for two days. Apologies to everyone who wanted to see our commentary of Cocoon 2, The Return. Uh, <laughs> was not directed by Ron Howard and, from what I understand, is not good. You're the fucking reason all my friends are dead. Which is two suits. These this has a pajama on my glasses. Give you all of my grandkids. <laughs> How many you got? Just curious. Five or six. Not entirely certain. What's the ages we're looking at here? Just pulls out a notebook. <laughs> I know that aliens in the North Pole aren't that great of a experience either. Yeah. Say that, but I'm pretty certain that was Antarctica. South Pole then? Yeah. Fuck it, it's one of the poles. However, you know I'm actually the thing. Also, like, isn't the South Pole magnetic north? No. Like, wasn't wasn't that thing, like, you know, the fucking the north, like, the geographic north is the magnetic south or something? No. I thought that was a thing. No.
Ah, you've done enough. Why was Gutenberg in this? <laughs> they had a Gutenberg quota. I mean, like, why was Gutenberg's character in this? They had a Gutenberg quota. (laughs) Oh, fuck you, Joe. What are you doing here? This scene is pretty much the equivalent of... Wilford Brimley shoving Walter into the basket of a bicycle and flying through the air in front of the moon. <laughs> it's weird that half the oxygen tanks were turned into shotguns in the later releases. Like, this movie could have just been about fucking Walter Brim, like, Wilford Brimley and Walter. I almost said Walter Brimley. <laughs> yeah, it could have been about that, too. Fuck it. But a relationship between a dying old man and a fucking space alien. You know, just fuck the Gutenberg shit. Secretly a sequel to Mac and me. Yeah, fuck it. But Colin Culkin looks like 97 now, doesn't he? Was not aware he was in the he was in Mac and Me. I think I I don't know. I'm remembering I'm remembering a I have not seen Mac and Me. I just remember there was a Max Landis joke. He was not. Okay. But Jennifer Aniston was apparently in it. As an uncredited extra. You see that fucking, that bit right there of fucking Walter and Wilford. It feels like the entire movie should have have been about them, like, developing their relationship together. But we got, like, one montage of them hanging out, and all of a sudden they're bros. Kill yourselves. Now that the pool is dead, you're all going to fucking die of cancer.
First of all, I'm going to give you a book that will tell you your own life story as it's going on. It's going to be a little weird, and you're going to name some girl Star Child or something. I forget what it is. You never enunciated it very clearly. Yeah, leave before I can teach you proper diction. Hey, you fucking with me, old man? You little shit? Oh, fuck no. Wasn't the reason we're leaving is because fuck you, kid. Why are you tied to a rock, kid? Eh, Wilford Brimley was considering the idea of drowning him, but the plan didn't really play out the way he expected. Damn, this fucking river is about five feet shorter than a, five feet shallower than I thought it was. Jesus Christ, his chest hair is like a neck beard. <laughs> so what was that shit about them being students and teachers? Is this like a is this like a study abroad program? Sort of. And then it wraps this, then, it, then the cord wraps around the fucking throat of a bird. I always forget that Bryce Dallas Howard is Ron Howard's daughter. <laughs> it's just one of those things where I, like, I'm looking at information on this movie, and it's like, oh. Right, that's a thing. Also, it's supposed to be like a big dramatic moment of like, hey, we're leaving our fucking kid behind to go to the future or whatever. And and the two of them have been on screen for like a combined five minutes of this two hour long movie. Ah. <sighs> Fuck nature. 
Nature's a piece of shit. Nature gave you diabetes. I never got that argument against this fanciful shit. <laughs> Throwing around money like he's a pied pimp of <laughs> fucking Booker Raton. Make it rain on them bitches. Honey, I just want to let you know I'm going to space to cheat on you. Bye. Well, he felt he should tell her. It's the polite thing to do. (laughs) It's a bum deal. Mortality's overrated. Yes, you are being ridiculous. Go die in a hole. I actually do like this scene, though. <laughs> because this is a scene that actually like had enough time put into it beforehand to give it actual real context. We <laughs> should like, cut out fucking Raquel Welch's daughter and Steve Gutenberg. And it is, and this could be a relatively interesting movie about these old people. Instead, it's a relatively interesting movie about these old people with Gutenberg interrupting every once in a while. I don't really have a problem with that. I'm not going to argue that this is a, a great movie or anything. I still don't know what the tone is. The Crypt Keeper and I agree. They couldn't afford to get the organ tuned properly. Why did the weatherman, why did that guy delivering the weather sound like he wanted to fuck the weather? 
Well, they couldn't get the guy who did the weather for that first episode of Black Books, so... Actually, it wasn't the first episode, was it? What episode was it that had, uh... God damn it. There's a gag in Black Books where the guy who does the uh, naval forecast has a voice that really gets to the character Fran. And for the record, it is the member of the Nova Corps that does not like uh, Star-Lord. Peter Galaxy. Yeah. It's like, Fran? And she just, like, melts, essentially. She's like, he's a complete asshole, but his, his voice does things to me. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you trying to emote using only your eyebrows? Old folks are going to go go kill themselves out in the ocean. Okay, I will acknowledge in that scene, somewhere in the back of my head, Hell is for Children did sort of start playing. <laughs> it's like, yeah, just somewhere in the dark recesses of my mind, be a good little boy and you'll get a new toy. Tell Grandma you fell off the swing. Mother, father. Before I came here, I downed all my hot, down all my hot medication. <laughs> I got about five minutes before all my blood leaks out of my butthole. Midway through this movie, Dead Man decided to change the theme as this month. We'll be following this up with Grumpy Old Men. (laughs) 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 And just as they're all pulling out of the doctor says, You're going against the natural order. You're all going to go fucking hell when you die, you pieces of shit. Me and my wife are going to be laughing from up in heaven, you fucking dickbags. God, she reminds me of Jessica Tandy. Just a little bit. (laughs) 
my God. They outmaneuvered Clint Howard. Impossible. And as he goes into one of the rooms, the doors disappear. Walter's just thinking, fucking Gutenberg. But don't worry, he saves the day. He has the silly putty. (sighs) Hello, Papa Howard. Wait a minute. A boat? Grandpa was singing a song yesterday about him being on a motherfucking boat. Thank you, Chekhov. That counts, right? It's Chekhov's chili putty kind of thing. Yeah, sure. Again, I'm not sure how I'm not sure how to properly talk about some cinematic conventions. I mean, Chekhov's gun is kind of used derisively usually when something is clearly established so it can be a plot point later. I could have very easily imagined that character just having that silly putty as a little character gimmick element. But... But it's still a Chekhov's gun. Okay. And that they showed it to establish it. It's an octogenarian suicide pact. We're going to go blow those fucking old people out of the water. Well, this is the police. Step out of the boat with your hands up. It combines the heart <laughs> clinching action of Das Boot. <laughs> And bucket list. <laughs> Standing alongside such classics as Das Boot and The Abyss comes Cocoon from fucking Opie Griffith. <laughs> Mm. 
Fuck off, cops. I have cancer. All right, old people, come on back. Clint Howard still needs to abuse you some more. This seems a bit Okay, much. Wilford, go grab the rocket launcher. You sons of bitches will take me back to that retirement home over my cold, dead mustache. That time to use your immense psychic powers. You will give up your old people or we will shoot every one of them down. (laughs) that's why he mobilizes much of the coast guard i'm an idiot that was jessica tandy i wasn't paying attention i was kept thinking oh that looks so much like jessica tandy no (laughs) wonder it's fucking jessica tandy (laughs) hey you look like yourself do i know you from somewhere it was bugging me to the point that i went back and looked at the cast again i realized my mistake (laughs) God, all of the driving Miss Daisy references I missed. (laughs) Well, boy overboard, but it works. Wow, you missed with that lifesaver. He's old. He hasn't been in the water for a while, so his eyes are starting to go again. Punch it, Mahoney. Then the Lake Plastic Crocodile jumps up and grabs him. All right, we have the child. Fuck those old people. We almost at the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make up for lost time. <laughs> Jessica Tandy jokes. What up? We're here for you, old people. Oh, Jesus. Sorry out there if you have epilepsy. Hmm. 
Jesus Christ, it's going to make me start having a seizure. And then in the mi- middle of this emotional farewell, Randy Quaid comes out of nowhere and crashes into the ship. <laughs> Oh boy, I love Niagara Falls. And then the White House was destroyed. Hey, welcome to Earth! And then half of them have heart attacks. My guy, hold me up. I forgot my walker back at the home. Don't lie to me, Walter. (laughs) The other two guys don't get names. Don't worry, dead man. Someday we'll watch the sequel and see the culmination of their romance. (laughs) I don't even care enough to make a joke about not caring. (laughs) You say that, but you just did. What does that mean? Got your money wet. Gets back to shore, turns and they printed it on like regular paper. It's just a bunch of mush now. It's like, God damn it, Walter, you piece of shit. Hopefully there's enough money in that for a new boat. He said there was. And if you consider the idea that he could argue they hijacked the boat from him, he could arguably collect insurance on the boat. Do you think he could afford insurance? I don't know. I don't know if there's a requirement to have insurance with a boat.
The weird thing is, the sinking there was better than in the beginning with the telescope against the sky. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that I could see it, but I didn't really notice it. Make a quick pick stop, uh, pit stop to pick up uh, Star Lord <laughs> before heading out. Yeah, they got to drop him off with his dad. It's funny because they're geographically higher. <laughs> or lower, depending on your orientation within space. It it rotates. Mm. Right now they're lower, but come comes around like, you know, 9 p.m. they're higher. I'll never get to see my best friends again and live my life alone. Yeah, but he jumped off of the boat, so that was the culmination of his story arc. <laughs> so, and once he jumped off that boat, he made friends. He now hangs out with the Coast Guard. You went a different route. I was about to be say like, yeah, every day after school, he goes and hangs out with the fucking dolphins. <laughs> That was a movie, I think. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. It could have done with about 115% less Gutenberg. <laughs> See, oddly enough, as annoying as I find him at the beginning of this film, his presence does kind of grow on me because he helps give a little bit of energy to the proceedings. Dude, Wilford Brimley had more energy than he did in his fucking mustache. I think at the point where he learns what the plot is, Steve Gutenberg grows on me. <sighs> so that was Cocoon. I'll be back next week with a movie. One that I have never heard of. Let me just pull up the schedule so I actually know what it is. <laughs> Ed TV. When I first chose that, I remember it for whatever reason being about being starring Tom Cavanaugh. But it doesn't. Uh, okay. I'll admit that one I did cock my head at when I saw it on the list because I really just did have the thought of what the fuck is that? Okay, I know why I thought uh, he was. I, I know why I thought Tom Cavanaugh was in it because Tom Cavanaugh was in a TV series called Ed. Okay. Don't worry about it. It's not important. Anyway, that'll be happening next week. <sighs> Thank you for joining us. 
Until then, I'm dead. I'm Cora. See you guys next time.